Welcome to Simple Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life. I'm Robert Kane. I am Rick, Rick Gromlick, <laughs> co-host of this podcast. Heyo. Heyo. Yeah. So today, Rick, yeah. we're getting into several things. Yeah. Things. We're back behind the mic. I feel like we haven't been behind the mic in a while. It has been. A, a, Even doing this intro. Yeah. Started off with me having to since, catch my breath. Since February. <laughs> right. Rob's out of uh, podcast shape, yeah. you could say. Right. So yeah. today we get into a few things. We we have some caveats mm-hmm. on the front end. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yep. <laughs> Nothing else. We're talk we're excellent men. We talk about culture of excellence. And we talk about Will Smith slap. And we talk about some congregational songs we've been enjoying. So enjoy. Rob, it's always good to hear you say that. Hey, thanks. Reminds me of where we're at, what we're doing. Does it? It does. Reminds you of this location? We're sitting with you recording a podcast. Mm. I hear that out and about, which isn't very often, I'll say. It's not a common phrase, to my knowledge. um, It's nostalgic, I'll tell you that. Oh, hey, this this is going to be on radio, so. Okay. Hold on, Danielle's calling me. This is good. This is always good for marriages. right. Hey, what's up? Well, we have. This will be on the podcast. Yeah. What's up? I'm not lying. Okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> well, that's sweet. I think she said I love you. She did. Okay. That's She's good. like, you didn't have to answer. <laughs> okay. Um, sweet. Yeah, man. I'm happy to what, uh, be here as well, but that what, phrase uh, is not. Yeah. It's funny. Um, guy in our congregation. Yes. Greg. Well, oh, okay. You got something. I have something I got to say. Okay, so I'm going to. Say what you need to say. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. Say what you need okay, to so say. a couple. Yeah, this is a yeah. shout out for Greg. Okay, because I was. Greg Gatorelli. Fantastic dude. Great name. What a great name. Strong name. Um, seems like a strong guy. So I was. He had the wonderful, tremendous blessing of preaching at Citizens Church a few weeks ago. Wonderful, tremendous it was, blessing. It was genuinely what a phrase. like. It was. And Greg comes up to me. Says, hey, introduces himself. He's talking about, hey, I enjoy the podcast, you know, all these things, which was, it was great talking to him. I felt kind of bad because I had our youngest, he was squirming around while Candace was putting the other two kids in the nursery. Right. Not a long conversation, but it was a great, genuine conversation. And I just was really encouraged by talking to Greg. And um, then at the end, after the sermon, you know, talking to different people and, and he's leaving. And I said, hey, see you, Brian. <laughs> no way. And then I was like, no, Brad, Brad. <laughs> oh, even worse. And he's like, it's, it's Greg with, with a G, Greg. I was like, Greg, I am so sorry. <laughs> I, even I felt terrible. Just terrible. Now, oh, the man. irony, a little bit, the night before we were at dinner with some friends at their house, and they had... We're telling a story about some friends, Brad and Brian. <laughs> is that, is well, that what you're saying? No, <laughs> this is Trent, <laughs> yes, Trent conversation. and Liz, and um, they're talking about they're in CG and they're doing a time of prayer. And one of the guys is like praying, and he's going to pray for someone. He's like, "Hey, what's their name?" They're like, "Oh, their name's Brad." He's like, "Hey, uh, Lord, be with Brian." 
<laughs> and so they were kind of ha haing about that. And then that's the very thing I did to Greg. Right. I was like, oh my goodness. So well done. Greg, well done. I just want to tell you, I appreciate your support and I 100% apologize for just forgetting your name, calling you twice by the wrong name. The wrong name. So he's a gracious guy. Yeah. And seems like it. Well, I can doubly affirm this now. Good. Because as soon as the service was done, he sent me a text. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Greg, or Greg. <laughs> I'm Rick. <laughs> We're getting names all, all wrong today. Uh, he, said, he said, Rick's a really gifted preacher. He's like, yeah. that was really a, a gift to have him here. And I'm like, oh, great. Like, happy you got to meet him. Hope, <laughs> hope you gave him a hard time. And... He said that before I botched his name. <laughs> right, right. It was while he was leaving. <laughs> Guy's a complete jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure but, it's heretical. But Greg's girlfriend, Lexi. Yes. Um, at the end of the service <laughs> this past Sunday. Uh, we're chatting up for a little bit. He brought his yeah. parents, which is awesome. Yeah, good. And got to chat with them for a little bit. And then I had to, I got pulled away and mm. like, he's like, hey, real quick, just have a quick question for you. I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, what up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> thought that was hilarious. Good job, Lexi. They Way to go. Like the sweetest couple on the planet. They getting married, do you think? I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm hopeful, but. If the Lord wills, that's, that's right. the answer. That's right. I don't want to put any kind of pressure on them. <laughs> the Lord but wills. they are tremendous. Good. Um, yeah. Nothing but yeah. really great things so, to say. Um, I have a couple caveats. I want to just share some remarks as we okay. get going with the show here. I was listening, which is very actually very rare to listen to like a past episode, but I was listening to the one on Ukraine. Oh, yeah. We did way back. And there was like... I mean, this was early January, early February. Okay. And um, when we were recording, so I don't even know. It was later than that when it was put out. But I was way wrong because I was like, you know, I think Russia's just going to go after the two regions, <laughs> Luhansk and Dumbask. And I was like, ah, you know, clearly very wrong about that. Um, and then we were talking about the Olympics. Okay. And I had some very strong remarks about ch China. It's like, why, you know, why are the Olympics in China? China's terrible. And I was thinking about the Chinese government. I was speaking about the government, not the Chinese people. But I didn't qualify. Did you get some hate mail or no, something? No, nothing. I just listened to it. And this is why I probably should never listen to the episodes. Because I listen <laughs> like, to these things. How many and I'm times like, have you said something like this? I'm like, oh my gosh, who is this guy? So anyway. Uh, um, so Rick's going to be a lot more reserved on today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. But um, yeah, I just want to clarify a couple of those things. Not that that makes it right, but I felt bad. Like I really should have clarified like, the frustration with the Chinese government, not the whole nation of China. That's good to know. I really thought you hated Chinese people. Well, you know, you I just, I want to clarify, Rob. I appreciate the clarification. <laughs> I was concerned. Anyway. No, I didn't want to say anything to you, but. <laughs> was waiting for the Holy Spirit to convict. That's right. That's right. And, yeah, uh, exactly. okay, here we are. Contrition for my sins. So, I, I yeah. need a caveat as well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, this is, I mean. This is good. It's certainly not any kind of racist <laughs> remarks like you may have made. You were but... talking about your music? <laughs> what? music your, your background noise oh yeah i did okay <laughs> I see what you're okay carry, okay so carry on. listeners <laughs> rick made a comment no because yeah i did <laughs> in the office i i play brown Not noise in the background <laughs> which is softer than white noise and rick's yeah. like oh what is this a woke <laughs> woke office we don't play white, white noise, noise here it's too only short. the brown noise so anyway yeah, yeah. what's your caveat or your, so your, my caveat um, is we did an episode talking about Tom Brady retiring. Oh, I know. Yeah. He's back. <laughs> He's back. Did I, tell yeah. you, I, did I tell you about my dream? No. Oh, my goodness. I'm not making this up. I promise you. So, you know, 
I'm not like super charismatic <laughs> spiritual <laughs> guy. Gotta work. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um however <laughs> the night the night before, I literally, this is not a joke in any way, had a dream that Tom Brady and I were friends and I was asking about his retirement and he kind of snickered and was like, Yeah, I'm coming back. Yeah, this night dream before where he announced he was coming coming back. Where he and I were buddies, we we're just yeah, this is the dream. Yeah, and I'm not even like a huge Tom Brady fan. I don't right. know why I'm having a dream. We're friends. Wow. And he's like, he's like, yeah, no, I'm coming back. And I was like, oh, cool. Da, da, da. Forgot about it. Yeah. Woke up, morning, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that was a weird dream. Forgot about the rest of the day. And then like at one o'clock or something, I get a notification. Yeah. From Sleeper, the fantasy football app okay. that I use. I thought saying, that was like a dream tracking. No, no, no. <laughs> saying Tom Brady's coming back. And I'm wow. like, what the heck I'm like this is weird yeah dude it'd be that like where are you at with dreams um i don't i just don't trust them yeah yeah not saying they couldn't be yeah not saying they couldn't be just right yeah, yeah i don't only thing i'm gonna trust is the word like i don't trust my emotions don't trust my dreams don't trust, yeah, yeah yeah it's gotta be the word yeah okay um hebrews one yeah okay just the lord spoke in various ways mm -hmm. in times past he's now spoken through the word Anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. What well, could be? But I wanted to clarify. We said Tom Brady's gone. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's not. And I mean, heaven forbid us say something. Yes. And not correct it because the uh, whole my. world's waiting to hear. Yeah. What well, we, have to we say are about the source stuff. of truth. Exactly. Hebrews 1. So now you guys all know it, it is confirmed. <laughs> Tom Brady is back. Guys, he's back. Yeah. For now. You guys can trust what the news uh, outlets have said. I think it also kind of makes Brett Favre look a little bit better. It does. <laughs> Brett Favre's like, whoo, thank you. Ooh. All yeah. right. Anyway, th there's an article about the guy who like bought his last football, the last football he used for like a ridiculous it was amount like of money. Five or six hundred thousand dollars. The well, last TD, last yeah. touchdown pass thrown. Not anymore. Yeah, that ball so. suddenly lost a ton of value. <laughs> Inflation. It's uh, it's tricky. <laughs> Literally with Tom Brady, Deflategate. Uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. <clears throat> okay, so Rob, what are we? Yeah. So here's the thing. I have a few things we want to talk about, yeah. and I was having a conversation. That's good. <clears throat> with um, a buddy, and mm -hmm. we were talking about discipleship. Yeah. And I wanted to get your thoughts on this because... Is this one of the topics? Yes. Okay, yeah. good, good. So there is like the this common mantra that you will hear in certain spheres. Okay. Of, hey, we want to do things with excellence. Yes. Mm -hmm. We want to do them well. We think excellence honors the Lord. Yeah. And there's like this culture built of excellence. And I was, I was meditating on that, just the idea of that the other day. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm not against doing things well. Mm -hmm. However, right. when you consistently say like excellence, excellence, culture of excellence. Yeah. We want to do things with excellence. It, that begins to be the driving force rather than a culture of discipleship mm -hmm. where, hey, like this might be messy. Right. And, but, but it, it's discipleship. Discipleship is messy. Right. And. This might not be a well-polished production. This might not mm -hmm. be a well-polished coffee conversation, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And in the world's eyes, it might not be, quote-unquote, excellent. Yes. But it's discipleship, in, mm -hmm. which, in which case, I would say, is more excellent than a smooth production. Right. I wanted to get your take on, one, the idea of culture of excellence. I mean, mm -hmm. you've, you've heard that in various spheres. But then also, how would you define excellence? Mm-hmm. Um, Assuming that you're not the culture of excellence guy. Mm, excellent question. Excellent question. And and if we're anything on this, this podcast, we're excellent. we're excellent. I mean, we we do things with excellence. We've got 
Great audio. Yeah. I mean, we, we really hit I, it out of the park. I just so. want to say the word excellence is a wonderful word. It carries like... Someone say an excellent word. It is an excellent word. It has like a lot of weight to it. It is motivating. It's, a, it's like a... There's energy in that word, if, right. if you will, without getting weird about that. There's momentum. There's momentum. It belongs in a poster with like kind of thing moving like a river. It's momentum. Uh, it's like one of those... Excellence. It's one of, the, like one of those old business posters that they mm. would have throughout companies. Oh, I know that. Yeah. Like, Excellent. It's written at the bottom and the at the top. Climbing. There's like a silhouette of a guy yeah. climbing up a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm there. Um, okay. So here's what I, a couple of thoughts on that. Usually, when people refer, usually to excellence in, in in regards to our like church sphere, they're primarily talking about um, public things, right? Public services, the way that how people perceive us. We want you know it's kind of image driven in yeah. one sense so that's where it, it takes a little bit of work to kind of detach like what are we talking about when we say excellent do things with excellence like right. okay well what's it look like to love your wife with excellence right right so if we're saying we're going to have a culture of excellence does that does that go from when we're cleaning the toilet to how much we're praying for a sermon as we're preparing mm-hmm. or are we primarily talking about the setup and how how we do our okay, service. so that, that's what you mean by public, right? I thought you were referring to like public services. No, just like like the city with trash and the city, city utilities. With parks and, no, like, but they're like huh? the public, like okay. um, yes, outward. Yeah, outward right? appearance. Outward appearance, and which I've heard man looks on. Rumor has it he does, and so does she. Um, but yeah, I've heard of another axiom: if something's worth doing, mm. it's worth doing. Poorly, mm-hmm. and the point there is, if it's actually worth doing, then you just even if you're not doing it with excellence, you're doing it poorly. Then you're doing it. Yeah, it's worth praying doing. with your wife. Yep, have, having a time of Bible study with your family, with your kids. It might feel like this. We're doing this poorly. We don't know what we're doing. It's chaotic. It feels awkward. It's worth doing. Right. So there's that tension there. Um, I will say personally, I I struggle with. I want to be someone who does things with excellence. Like genuinely, I want to. I want to improve in that. I feel far from that with just my own abilities and things, and my own kind of out from younger years. Just the way I thought about things, I really want to grow in that. But I don't want excellence to become an idol. Yeah, to be the driving motivator. Yeah, excellence is just really fruit is what you're after. Spiritual right. fruit. Yeah. But you have a hard. It's hard to measure that. Yeah. It's hard to identify it. We can see some of it. That's the indicator that we're doing well. Right. And I think the way to do that is faithfulness. Right. I heard a guy who's a pastor talking about, and he can't, kind of came out of that movement. And he said that um, we oftentimes want to measure success yeah. based off how smooth the service went, how many, um, how many people made decisions for Christ, how many right. baptisms, how many people are there, what yeah. giving looks like. He said, when in reality, the primary metric for a healthy church mm-hmm. is holiness. Right. Like, are your people hearing the word of God and applying it? Yeah. And if so, like your giving may stay stagnant. Yeah. Like you can't force conversions. Like nope. you're preaching the gospel, like the Lord brings about conversion. That's right. You scatter seeds and hope that it lands on fertile soil, but like you can't force those things. Right. Like, yeah. You can't force holiness either, but you can yeah. preach the word faithfully. 
And the Lord promises us that the word does not go out void. Right. And so the only metric that healthy churches can really use is holiness. Are our people growing in their knowledge and love for Christ and in their sanctification? Mm -hmm. Or is our church still looking essentially the same that it was two years ago, three years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Right. Um, And he, he made the good point that if you, because he was talking about the seeker-sensitive model, which mm-hmm. that culture of excellence more so. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he said if you consistently um, base what you do, yeah, this culture of excellence, off of what unregenerate people want, yeah, he said you will always have an impure church. Yeah, like oh man, that's, that's gold. Good. That's yeah. gold. I can't remember his name. It was an interview that Costi Hen did. With this yeah. guy, I wish I could remember his name. And give him credit, but it was it was really effective. Yeah. But I want to get your thoughts on culture of excellence. Yeah, I think. I think the other thing about it is that's not a word we really see in scripture. Right. It's not a biblical phrase. You think about the early church, you think about church pretty much throughout all of history. The church was was not striving for excellence. They're striving for faithfulness and purity, right? right? Maturity as Christians. So, I, I, yeah, I just, I find it unhelpful to take a word that is, that has a lot of weight and has a lot of connotations in the world. And just start kind of throwing it around, like we want to do things with excellence. Right. Um, I mean, I think it's great to say we want to do things really well. Yeah. We want we want to strive to do things well. We want to strive strive to do things that are uh, sustainable. Right. And excellence is really hard. It's really expensive to sustain. Right. Uh, both financially, just paying the people, and then holding people to a standard, and just pr- producing a standard that's hard. So yeah. Yeah, that's true. That. Yeah. More could be said there, but More it's not, it's not that we don't said. want to do things well. Yeah. Like you have to walk yeah. that line. Like no. it's not like we're absolutely like, hey, let's look super sloppy and let's not let's not care, not sing this song well. Yeah, but like we don't care what the Lord thinks, or you know, yeah. of course we want to do things well, but that's not the driving motivator. The driving motivator is discipleship. The last thing I would say: no person is excellent. Hmm. People can do things with excellence. People are not excellent. Right. So to have a gathering of people. It's hard to say, hey, we're going to strive for excellence because mm, yeah. it's us, unless we're pointing to some other thing right. outside of us, right. outside of, um, like, I mean, outside of Christ. Right. Like, look at what man can do. It's like, well, you can produce something, but you are not excellent. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Okay, cool. Next thing here. Did you see the Will Smith slap? Don't, don't know what that's about. Yeah, you do. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I saw, um, I, I did not watch it. Like I saw a yeah, news I clip. I haven't ran across one person who watched it live. Okay. I feel like you all, run all those a lot of people. <clears throat> I mean, I see these amount of people. Wow, okay. <laughs> no, but I saw one. Someone had said it was one of the, like late night person. Hey, did you guys see? You saw it. <laughs> You've seen it. Like yeah. the Will Smith slap. Yeah, I saw that. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, what, thoughts? I'm asking your <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, man. So I, hold on, hold on. Give a little bit of background. What was going on? Just in case somebody's been under a rock. Not- <laughs> just in case someone's been under a rock. There was a celebrity who smacked another celebrity. Yeah. Okay. Let's get a little bit At more detail than that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris Rock makes a joke about Will Smith's wife and her hair about a, some movie from the '90s. His wife's offended. Will Smith thinks it's funny until he realizes his wife does not think it's funny. He walks up and smacks Chris Rock in the face. Yeah. And he sits down and yells at Chris Rock a couple times, not nice things. And that's it. Yeah. Will Keep Smith. my wife's name out of your blankety mouth. 
Yeah. So, I mean, like, every, I feel like more words have been spent on this than anything in the last 20 years. No, not in the last 20 years. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> Maybe in the last 20 days, but not 20 years. Did I bet? No, not yeah. even close. There's yeah. so many more. <laughs> so many more things. How many words were spent on Trump in 2016? Well, well, I mean, I'm talking about in this, in this time of a window of like three, two weeks, a week, whenever it happens. In seven days. It's like, so here's, I mean, here's my thoughts. Will Smith, um, dude, what, a, I think he's in a terrible marriage. Yeah. It's a wreck. He's married to a very toxic, emotionally unhealthy woman. Um, he's very emotionally unhealthy. I mean, obviously, they're lost is all get out. Yeah. And he had this emotion and he smacked a guy for it. You know, it's like, well, that's terrible. I mean, yeah. it's all just our human depravity and we're all watching it on unfold. Right. And so, I mean, there's so many thoughts about should he have not, you know, was the joke offensive? It's like, well, yeah, probably was. That's usually what comedians do is they say like offensive things and people laugh at them for it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know. I just I think it's a it's a sad situation. Jim Carrey had a comment on it, which was interesting, and he just said, you know, I think people see Hollywood. We're not the cool kids on the block anymore. Like people, people don't have any respect for Hollywood, which is probably more true now than ever before because right. there's so, all the social media, so many other things happening other than what's happening in Hollywood, California. Yeah, and not even that. There's more things happening. We're just aware of more things that are happening. Well, yeah, we're you're right. Right. So Social that, media just made us yeah. like our. Whereas well, before, there, there is the more happening because more people are producing content outside of Hollywood. That, that's not fair. connected to Hollywood. Yeah, that's fair. You got but Netflix and yeah. I just feel like, yeah, I mean, it's. I think people, what people love about stardom and stars, why they adore famous people, they want to be famous, is because there is this appeal that that lifestyle will meet your most basic needs like your your deepest desires for like to be famous to have everyone affirm you and to right. love you to be rich and right. beautiful and do what you want and you realize man these people are broken yeah they're just broken yeah so those are my thoughts yeah which my mic stand is about to be broken after just Smacked accidentally it. hit it well actually my mouse i suppose would be the thing I'll that would break there some mice in the, in the studio here <laughs> yeah that's right um yeah what do you think about the idea of do you remember when when Computer mouse, and you said like the ball in there. You had yeah. to like take it out and clean it because uh -huh. it would get gunked up yes. and then lint. Yes. So nostalgic. That anyway. is. Wow. Um, so the idea of a guy going up to another guy who offended mm -hmm. his wife and smacking smacking him. Like, where, where are we at with that? A guy smacking a guy? No. <laughs> that's, so, that's overly simple. <laughs> but he says something publicly yeah. like this. Yeah. Like, there's there's a sense in in me where I'm like, I, I love it, yeah. and that yeah, I'm glad that you defended your wife. Yeah. Now there's also the sense of me in like, that just shows like a lot of emotional immaturity. Can you think of anything that someone would say to your wife that you would smack them for? Not on like first blow, if that makes sense. So like, if they were mm -hmm. to say something, it would man, I don't want to say never, but I'm trying to think. I would say something first, like, hey, man, stop. Yeah. Like, that's out of line. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't think I would just go straight to smacking the guy. I don't, sh I don't if, know how I feel if about some, it. If somebody, like, yeah. 
touched my wife. Well, yeah. That's then, a very then, situation. okay, yeah, like you're not smacking anybody. I would smack somebody over that. Yeah. Would you? Touching my wife? I would. I'd be punching people. Well, yeah, that's what I'm. <laughs> that's what. So that's my what point I'm is like, yes, you, yeah. This there's a big difference between smacking somebody and punching somebody. True. Yeah. Absolutely. And absolutely. like, that's where. So all this is, I mean, we're, as Christians in the Christian worldview, like we through through Scripture, like very very limited um, <laughs> bandwidth or uh, privilege to to kind of use physical force. Right. Right. So you're very very wise and prudent with those things. I don't know if anyone's words alone should ever qual- allow us to, to then to begin a physical altercation. That's it. Like their words, I would respond with words. Yeah. Like, dude, stop. What are you or doing? Or just walk away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Will, Will Smith should have stood up and walked out. Yeah. Like he would have been the hero. Right. If he would have walked out mm-hmm. knowing he was going to get whatever the award was. Yeah. Like first time in his life, if he would have just stood up and walked out, like I'm done with the whole thing. Yep. They'd be singing his praises. They would. So, any, not that I'm saying you have to always, like, just walk away or walk out, but you, you have to be wise about the situation. But obviously, yeah. not a healthy guy. Things aren't going on, you know. So, back to the situation, like, for ourselves or for you. Or for, or whatever. yeah, the Christian. The Christian. It's like, yeah, I mean, this one's, that's my strong, probably, conviction is, yeah, I mean, unless you're, unless you're bringing a threat, an actual threat. Right. Physical threat. Then I think there's no reason to respond with with uh, physical defense. Yeah, I, I'm. That's what I was trying to pull out because oh, okay. it's good for it's good for men to do that which is masculine mm-hmm. and defend women. Yeah, like that's that's a masculine yeah. thing to do, especially as a husband. Like, yes, and Absolutely. yes, you can say yeah. all you want about Jada Pinkett Smith and whether or not she's worth defending. Like, I that is a whole other conversation. But just principle: men standing yeah. up for their wives is a good and godly thing. Yeah. Now you Absolutely. don't you don't want to be the guy who is always ready to slap somebody or hit somebody. No. You have to exercise biblical wisdom and if somebody uses words yeah. like Chris Rock did or if you're in a public setting and somebody makes a, an offhand comment then yeah. that doesn't mean that you should slap them. Yeah. Like you use words and say hey stop. Yeah. That's out of line. Yeah. Don't talk to my wife like that. Right. There you go. So that's solve that trying, problem. That's what I was trying to pull out. I like that, it, Rob. Yeah, I like it, what you're trying to pull out there. With, with Will Smith, it's great that he defended his wife. The way that he did it, yeah. I wouldn't give my stamp of approval. Yeah. And I would probably say, I don't really know that he was defending his wife at all. Yeah, right. You know, but anyway. Right. Yeah, there's, you could dissect that, but. Lots to be said about fallen nature. All right, man. So all right. We've got more things to cover because we're going to try to record another episode yeah. but i've got one other thing here okay okay and i don't even have i think i have an answer for it so i'm mm-hmm. going to ask you to go first okay top oh, three gee. top three congregational songs right now <clears throat> so i say congregational songs in that like songs you're singing on sunday you mean the ones we're singing the most are my favorite your favorite yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I, I was gonna say hymns but it doesn't have to be a hymn what are your top three I'm not good with Favorite. that stuff. Um, well, I just, I mentioned this before. There's a song we just started doing, uh, Lord from Sorrows, Deep I Call. Yeah. And that has been... It's your favorite band, right? Yes, the Gaithers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do the Gaithers sing that? Maybe, yeah. I don't you know. told me it's Hillsong a little bit ago. No, I, I don't no, think I've heard this song. Hill, it's not Hillsong. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know who actually sings it. My wife does. She does a great <laughs> job. She kills it. She is wonderful. Um, 
Yeah, so that's one. Lord from sorrows, deep I call. Okay. Um, only a holy God. We, you know, sometimes we pr- probably play that too much, but that's a that's a great one. Yeah. Um, and then the third that has been encouraging. Um, my, where is it at in here? My worth is not in what I own. It sounds familiar, but I can't think of it in my head right now. There you go. Okay, Rob, so guys, if you're looking for songs, add those to your Spotify posts. Check them out. Yes. <laughs> yes. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Rob, if you could pick 13 of your favorite. 13. <laughs> uh, three. And I'm going to write the, I'm going to listen because I'm, I'm always looking for more songs because we, yeah, we just need more. Okay, so historically, my three favorite hymns, this, oh, this is not my oh. answer. I've always just had a top three, have, have been It Is Well, mm-hmm. um, All Glory Be to Christ, and um, why is it blanking right now? Because it's so special. Uh, How Deep the Father's Love for yeah. Us. Yeah, it's great. So those three have historically been my three favorites, but the um, some I've been really loving recently, He Will Hold Me Fast. Absolutely. That's a tremendous one. Wonderful. Um, Afflicted Saint to Christ Draw Near. You just we just yeah, yeah we just sang it for the I've first time. I've already mentioned that. And I was oh like, man, I need to learn that one. That song is so good. And then the third one is at the cross. And this is this How's is that go? One. At the okay. cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. You've been singing it all day. Yes, it's been stuck in my head. So that's the praise that. the Lord. Yeah, uh, Johnny Cash has a great version. Yeah, probably my favorite version. <laughs> I've been listening to it today. Johnny Cash, sing it, Johnny. So yeah, those, can you imagine those if Johnny Cash was your worship leader? Um, that, I mean, music director. Yeah, thanks, you thanks for using the appropriate, appropriate term. <laughs> uh, I was going to make a smart comment about how he wouldn't be, but <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Assuming he's a Christian. He and, is a Christian. Okay. He's yeah. dead. Yeah, well, assu- assuming he's a Christian, I w- would be thrilled to have someone like that <laughs> leading our music. Dude, there's a guy in our congregation, his name's Tim, and this guy... Tim Cash? When, when we were talking about, not Tim Cash, when we were talking about um, him... Be, as a prospective member. Yeah. Dunn and Stout, who did the interview, we were yeah. at a member's meeting, we're telling everybody, hey, Tim wants to become a member, here's some information about him. <laughs> One of our elder candidates was saying, he's like, those who don't know, he's basically Johnny Cash on the <laughs> guitar. I was like, there you go. that's quite the, quite Tim, the affirmation. Tim Cash. Cash money, Tim. And yeah, he, um, he played for us this past Sunday. Yeah. And man, the dude is gifted on the guitar. Yeah. Praise the Lord for that. Yeah. Yeah. Really if he wonderful. wants to come up and play guitar for us, That'd be great. What's the address? Just so uh, one just Mansfield Avenue, Melbourne, Ohio, four three zero five zero. There you go. So yeah. See you Sunday, Tim. <laughs> See you Sunday. Walks into this guitar. What's the set list? Just play. Just play. Tim. Just give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're three. Um, and three then my right, three right now. Yeah, my three right now. Okay, I like that. Afflicted saint to Christ draw near, at the cross, and He will hold me fast. Yeah. That's I think good. we're singing two of those this Sunday. So. How how often do you guys play these said songs? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Wes and June kind of determine that. Yeah, but it's there's usually typically there's at least a month in between each one. Okay, but we, I, we've got like I think 103 or 104 songs in our system that Cannon. we just kind of cycle through. Yeah, we would like to add more. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of songs. It's really not a lot of songs, and so we'd like to continue to add more. Yes. But yeah, probably once every month or two. Dick, man. Yeah. I like it, Rob. Sweet. All right, guys. If you uh if you want to know anything else about the podcast or if Rob, you want to have listen you to ever previous episodes, you... a guy? Uh yeah, yeah. 
Not, I mean, not like as seriously, an, just as like an, as a joke. Yeah. Oh, okay. Seriously, no, not, not because I was offended. But if you want to learn more about the podcast, you ever been smacked by somebody? Have you ever been smacked by somebody as an adult? They would ever smack you? Not like in a serious sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay, third try here. If you are interested in anything about the podcast, if I like to you, get out of here. <laughs> go to civiltheology.org and you can learn about um, something that really helps the the podcast is if you leave a five star rating. Mm. Um, if you leave a review, then that's great too. But five star rating on whatever you listen to, that helps the podcast a lot. So thank you guys for listening. Peace. Peace out.